Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey everyone, my name is Christopher Price. Welcome back to another edition of the Patriots Report. We are recording this on Tuesday, August 1st. The Patriots are a week into training camp. There are a few things that are stuck out for me, and I want to pass those things along to you all right now. Things that I really feel strongly about after getting a chance to see these guys in action through the first week or so of training camp practices. First off, Demario Douglas will end up taking reps as the third down back this season. It's not going to be a regular thing, and I still want to see him line up in pads and see what he can do when it comes to blitz pickup and other parts of the job. But I believe the possibility exists that the five foot eight, 179 pounder could see some reps out of the backfield as a Danny Woodhead type. Woodhead was roughly 15 pounds bigger, and I wonder if Douglas could end up putting on a little weight and playing a little heavier, but the skill set is there. He has the breakaway speed. We know the numbers from the combine, 4-4, great speed. Just terrific straight line speed. But his real value, I think, to the Patriots comes with his short area quickness, his agility, his shiftiness, whatever you want to call it. You look at the Patriots over the years, and you know, you guys who have followed me or listened to me understand that I put a lot of stock in the idea the New England Patriots love guys who do well in the three cone drill, both good and bad. Uh, Deion Branch, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. Chad Jackson, so it goes both ways, but Douglas had a 7.05 in the three cone and a a great time as anything seven or under, so he just about hits that mark. I think this is a young man who, if he continues on his ascent, is going to be an important part of this offense moving forward. He's going to force them to make some really tough decisions because They're not going to be able to get him through the practice squad if he continues to play like this. And if he shows up in preseason games, the word's going to get out that this kid can play a little bit. And so what do you end up doing with him? You want to keep him around and you're going to have to do so, I think, at the expense of maybe another player at another position. So I think right now, it's obviously very, very early, but Demario Douglas has a shot at making the 53-man roster, an excellent shot at making the 53-man roster if he continues to work in this direction. Number two, they're going to get some help somewhere. Two of the best summertime pickups. They signed Rob Ninkovich as a street free agent on August 2nd, 2009. Tomorrow, August 2nd, is Rob Ninkovich Day. Happy Rob Ninkovich Day to all who celebrate. Ninkovich was a street free agent who was just sitting out there. They added him, and for almost the next decade, he was an absolutely integral part of what they did defensively. They traded for Ted Washington on August 20th, 2003. The 20th anniversary is coming up here. The addition of Ted Washington. I'm not saying that they're going to go and hit it out of the park here like they did on those two occasions, but whether they get a running back, they add an offensive lineman, a wide receiver, whatever the case may be, they're going to add to this roster. This roster is not locked in. Now, the race for Leonard Fournette, at least as we sit here right now, the race for Leonard Fournette, Zeke Elliott and Dalvin Cook is still on. Those three running backs are still available. I would say, and some of you guys probably heard me say this this morning on Toucher and Rich, I would prefer Leonard Fournette, but I also think Zeke brings a lot to the table. So you get one of those two guys, you add a little bit more oomph to that offense. I think Fournette is a better option if you want to add a little bit more value in the passing game, but that's just me. I think Zeke gives you a little bit more options when it comes to running between the tackles as a changeup guy, maybe for 
Ramondre Stevenson, but they're going to get some help somewhere. They're going to make some additions between now and the start of the regular season. Number three for me, the offensive line is going to look a lot different than it does right now because right now there are an awful lot of moving parts. Trent Brown was limited. There's no Mike Owenu. He's still on PUP. Calvin Anderson is on PUP. Jake Andrews got in there, I believe, for the first time today, Tuesday, August 1st. So it's really just in a state of flux right now across the board. I don't want to rush to judgment on the offensive line play until we get them all in there, in pads, and we can all see what they can do. The one thing I can tell you is that they all seem to really love Adrian Clem. The guys are kind of tiptoeing around this when it comes to Matt Patricia and the changes in the offensive side of the ball. But the offensive linemen, they're happy to have a dedicated position coach. He didn't have one last year. Matt Patricia had to coach the offensive line as well as the offense, and he was spread a little thin, quite frankly. But now the guys are excited to have a guy like Adrian Clem in there. And talking to Trent Brown, I think two things are important here. I think he likes Adrian Clem, and I think he likes being coached by a guy who played in the league, specifically played for Bill Belichick. Anything to get Trent Brown more ready for the regular season. I think from what we've seen so far, I think it's good, but he needs to keep trending in the right direction. He's saying all the right things right now in August. Let's hope he can continue to do the right things and move in the right direction. But we'll see. Number four, Mac is still the number one quarterback at this point. I know Bill on Tuesday morning called it an open competition, basically called it an open competition. But at this point, Mac is going to have to do something to lose his job. Going to have to get hurt or have an absolutely abysmal preseason or something. But right now, he's the guy. Look, he did nothing to dissuade that when it came to Tuesday's practice. Again, I was not there, but the reports were he went 10 for 14 overall and was 3 for 4 against the starting defense in the red zone. I think Zappi has done well with the opportunities he's been given. Threw a couple of touchdowns the other day, looked good at command of the offense. He, He really looked impressive at times. However, the way it's structured right now, Mac is the starter. And unless something happens, he's going to be the guy under center come week one against the Eagles. Now, this is the fifth thing. The secondary right now, if they're playing the Eagles tomorrow, the secondary is going to consist of Christian Gonzalez. He's going to start over Jack Jones. Then in the other boundary, you're going to have Jonathan Jones. In the slot, you're going to have Marcus Jones. In the safety position, you're going to have some combination of Duggar, the strong safety, playing in the box, and Adrian Phillips or Jabril Peppers at the other safety spot, with Jalen Mills filling in as needed at those positions. That's the way it it sits right now. I really like Christian Gonzalez's look. There are going to be some rookie moments with him. We're just going to have to get used to it. You know, he but he's looked competitive. This is a kid who, look, you spend the 17th overall pick on someone, he should start right away. And I think he's going to start. I think the uncertainty around Jack Jones has pushed him, at least played a, a part in pushing him to the number two defense. You're going to have Christian Gonzalez on one boundary. You're going to have Jonathan Jones on the other. I think that's a good combination right there. I think Marcus Jones, teams will tend to pick on him a little bit because he is undersized. He does have makeup speed and he's very competitive, but we've seen this in practice so far. He's a little bit undersized and, and I wonder how much that's going to figure into the equation when you talk about you know, the way they employ their defensive backs this year, because they do have some versatility. You may see a situation where one of the safeties comes down. Maybe Jalen Mills works in there as well, but you know, you get Duggar 
in the slot sometimes, or you get, I don't think Adrian Phillips is going to come down, but maybe Jabril Peppers is going to be in the slot as well. So the, the safety position is still in a state of flux. And I wrote about this the other day. I think though that the deep safety spots are going to be Adrian Phillips and Jabril Peppers. And you're going to see Duggar down low, providing support against the run, working against tight ends. There's still a little bit of uncertainty at that slot corner position, the nickel corner, I guess. But I think Marcus Jones is probably your first and best choice, at least right now. And then Jack Jones is going to figure into the mix. Look, look, you know, we we don't know about Jack Jones's future at this point, but if he is able to play, setting aside the very serious real world charges against him, if he's able to play, he's going to be part of that group as well. I think it's a good secondary. I think it's a little thin, but I think it's a good secondary, at least as we sit here right now. I, I, I think that that group is going to be supported by what could be a good pass rush, a good to great pass rush with Matthew Judon, Josh Uche, Dietrich Wise, and Christian Barmore, who I think is a really maybe an underrated part of that pass rush. I know he's very stout up front, but this is a guy who can win a lot of matchups, one-on-one matchups, and I think he's going to, if he can stay healthy, create some issues on the defensive side of the ball along that defensive front. So that's the way I see things right now. That's very early on, obviously, but the defense is starting to take shape. And I always fall back on the idea that, look, it's never as good as you think it is. It's never as bad as you think it is. I think this defense has a chance to be good if it continues trending in the right direction. The offense, let me put it this way. There are more questions on the offensive side of the ball after a week's worth of training camp than there are on the defensive side of the ball. So take it for what it's worth. We've only seen one padded practice. The pads are supposed to come back on on Wednesday. And I think we're going to learn more then. Just a reminder, you're going to want to continue to check out the Boston Globe and bostonglobe.com for all our Patriots coverage this summer into the preseason, regular season, who knows, maybe even the postseason. Again, there were no pads on Tuesday, today. Pads go back on Wednesday, so we're going to get to see some more real football. I want to see how some of the guys respond. Guys who got a little dinged up on Sunday in their first padded practices, guys like Cole Strange, see how he rebounds. That practice is scheduled to start at 9.45 in the morning. Gates are going to open to the public at 8.30. You're also going to want to keep it here and make sure you download the Patriots Report. Download, listen, and subscribe to the Patriots Report right here on Believe because we're going to have all the football conversation you need all season long. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you again a little bit later this week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.